Take two. Welcome to, um, you forgot to take out the trash, a podcast about a couple um, going through their own version of marriage counseling. I am Lawrence Ellis, and this is my soon-to-be wife, Mrs. Ellis, Jomini Thompson. How you doing? Great. Yeah, um, we had a slight hiccup. Um, one of the batteries died, and the other battery was broken, so, you know, we're just doing this a, a, another go-around. Needless to say, we already got through, like, two and a half questions, but we're going to do it We're gonna do it all over, though. All, all over. right. All right. So, we got to get a move on, because there's a lot of questions. I want to try to get this done in, like, 30 minutes, like the rest. Yeah, but you want nine questions now. Can we not do nine and just, like... Let's just see how it goes. Break it up. Can we... We could just break it up. We can really break it up. Y'all agree more episodes, like... Okay. All also, right. what is this episode about? So this episode is about... You gotta talk in the camera. I don't have to. I can well, talk to you. Well, face the camera when you're saying what the episode is about. This episode... You're not about to get on my nerves this morning. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. This episode is about our mutual expectations, um, which is very important. So let's just jump right into it. Question number one. Say it like I didn't know. <laughs> say it like you didn't answer it. All right. What do you expect from a marital partner regarding emotional support during exciting times, sad times, periods of illness, and job loss? All right. During emotional... Good times, right? Good times. Exciting times. Exciting times. Exciting times, I want you to be... Even if you're not as excited as me, I have to, like, fake it. Like, make me believe that you're excited as me. Like I said um, beforehand, I always believe that, like, pay attention to people who aren't clapping when you're winning. So, like, I need you to always be clapping. If I eat. Always. Um, bad times. Down times, right? Sad times. Sad times. Uh, the sad time include, like, loss. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> I can't really answer that question because I don't even know what I need when like, I'm experiencing loss. Like, when my grandmother passed, like, I don't want no, nobody to be around. Like, so I can't really ex- explain. You need like, to get in touch with yourself because I'm going to be around. I know you won't be around, but I'm saying, like, when I'm dealing with it in that moment, like, I don't want, like. So, like, when I wrote you, like, the little card and stuff, like, that help, or would you just... Yeah, that, that helped. It was afterwards, but I'm talking about, like, while I'm in the midst of it, like, I don't want, like, no human interaction. So, you want me to just act like I no. don't exist while you no, go no, through no, your no, pain? No, because no, I can't do that. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, I don't know how to tell you what I need. Learn me. yourself. <laughs> Learn yourself from sad times because during sad times now how I deal with it you shut down I shut down and then I internalize it and then I turn it into art that's what I do to it so I don't necessarily know and what's the um periods of illness and job loss periods illness I've never had a real serious illness so I guess you don't mean to baby you, I already know. Yeah, just that. Just baby me. <laughs> Even when I had a common cold, treat it as I'm dying. <laughs> and job loss. He's dead serious. And job loss, I just really want you to, um, like, the same foundation that you're setting now, just, like, keeps that sounding. Like, if I ain't got it, you got it. If you ain't got it, I got it. Like, I feel like, I feel like we, if we keep that foundation going, like, we'll be good. No matter how many of these... I'm not going to get to it. I'm not going to get on it. But it's just like a lot of, I hate like going on Facebook and a lot of niggas be like, they just, it's just, it's just a former way of thinking that's just like, 
really annoying. To oh, me. Uh, who should pay what and all that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, we're on the same page. <clears throat> your question, your turn. All right, so during exciting times, like I said before, just be excited with me and for me. You know, if I'm happy, I want you to be happy that I'm happy. Keep going. I gotta get. I gotta get a top. Just answer okay. the questions. I can hear you. All right, that this is crazy. During sad times, I just want. I just want you to console me. Are you sweating? Yes, that's what I said. Oh. I just want you to console me during sad times. I don't get sad much, but when I am sad, I just want you to be like you know. I acknowledge that you're sad, and you know, and I'm and I'm here for you. Like, I'll I'll hug you a little bit more, and you know, look in your eyes a little bit more. <laughs> uh, periods of illness, I have been extremely ill, and uh, and you was there. You was helping me, telling me when to take my medicine, and making sure I ate and all that. So you know, thank you for nursing me back to health. So I'm sure that. You know, if I ever come out of remission or, you know, whatever the case may be, I already know that, that you'll that you'll help me. Um, and then job loss, like I said, you know, it's always a bag for me somewhere. Or I'm gonna, always going to find a bag. You would just be mad. You would just I be so be mad. mad. So I don't really see, I mean, even if I do have a job loss, that's not going to be income loss for me. But in the case, in the event that all income is lost, you know, just step in the way that I would step in for you. Mm-hmm. All right, question number two. Uh, will you set aside one night just to be alone together or catch up with each other and have fun? Oh, we said skip this one, right? Of course we will. Like, that's the goal. Like, I know it's going to get harder when we have kids, but who wouldn't want to have a, a, a time to set aside? I meant to ask you this last night. Did you mean to take that, like, one curl out of, like, the ponytail? Yeah, I like it. Oh. You don't like it? I don't, I, I don't not like it. It was just like, it just threw me off. Like, I was just staring at it all last night. Well, yesterday was kind of an accident, but I had liked it, so today is on purpose. All right, well, if that's the case, I need you to dread, like, like one thing. Question number three. What size house is important, and in what kind of neighborhood do you hope to live in, both now and in the future? Well, now and in the future, I always want, like, whatever, like, the beginning house, I wanted to be in, like, middle class. Like, not rich middle class first, but just middle class. Yeah. Black, black middle class. Yes. And then this forever house, I'm going to be in rich middle class. But don't you want to be with the blacks? Like the black people? Yeah, yeah. I don't, bro, I'm not living with these white people. Okay. I don't, I don't want to. Okay. Like, they, because I swear to God, somebody called the cops on me <laughs> at my own house for just unlocking the door, then we're going to have an issue. <laughs> like, you, I will be the neighbor from hell. <laughs> like, you're going to want to call the cops on me after that. Like, I promise you. But I just want a house. Like, I've been living in small houses all my life. I'm 6'3". I just want a house big <laughs> enough for me. Like, I want a house big enough for me. That's all I'm asking for. That's all I really want. All right. So, um, the right now house, because like I said, you, you turned me on to a new way of thinking. I used to think that the first house... Thanks, babe. The first house was the forever house, but now I know that we can sell our first house and then buy our forever house. Now, the forever house, I'm going all the way in your pockets since we compromise on with this first house. So, nope, nope. I don't really care about the eye rolling. You be compromising but on the first house. How are we compromising on the first house when the first house is not supposed to be the forever house? It's not compromising if you're supposed to buy lesser. But I have one of my first house to be but forever it's not, house. It doesn't work like that. I know, but since I still have one in my first house to be my forever house, and now that's not happening, now my forever house, I'm going to get everything I want. Good All right, so question number four. 
See, we, we sat through this. It's only eight minutes. All right. Are you both clear on how much a long time each other needs? I mean, after, <laughs> after <laughs> last night, I think we're clear on the alone time. It just, I think we're not clear on like when someone needs to be alone. <laughs> like when I first wake up from a nap that I didn't take with you, just leave me the hell alone and let me readjust to the world. Instead of asking me 21 <laughs> questions of shit that need in-depth answers. I need answer. to know. No, you don't need to know right then and there. It can wait five minutes. Just leave me the hell alone and we'll be good. Stop cursing at me. What's wrong with you? Why you got an attitude? All right. Are you both clear on how much alone time the other needs? So, like I was saying, um, you know, when you're in your when you're in your room, mm-hmm. when you're in your office. Yes. And, you know, and you're, and you're edited and I'm in the living room and I'm... Like that's a long time for me, and I and I love that long time. Like we, am I still in focus? Keep going. Like we we we're good. Um, and as far as I think we have, I think we have clear boundaries on when we're alone and when we're together. We're we're good on that. We don't smother each other. We don't um, um abandon each other either. All right. Question number five: How long does your partner need to spend with friends separately and together? It's a new question. How long does your partner need to spend with friends separately and together? Meaning, how much time do you need with your friends alone, just your friends? And how many times, and how how often do you want to, like, have, like, double dates and, like, our mutual friends? Um, my long time with friends, I mean, I never really, like, distinguish the time limit and then like that. It just be like, like, say, London to hit me up, like, hey, yo, I'm in the city, you want to grab a drink? All right, bam. That's kind of like it. I don't think we necessarily... Our personalities aren't dependent on each other. Mm-hmm. So it's not like every time you see you, you see me. It's mm-hmm. not like it's couples out there that do that. Mm-hmm. Like, our personalities aren't like that. So I don't really don't think it's any like distinguished time. It's not like... And none of my friends are like, damn, bro, every time I see you, you got to bring jam. It ain't nothing like that. Like, when you come... They be in, like, oh, she exists? Like, when you come... She's a real person? When you come, they be like, oh, shit, Jerry, oh, we turn up. Like, it's, it's nothing like... We're not dependent on each other or anything like that. So, I think that's a good thing. And as far as double dates, I mean, we haven't had the best... Um, <laughs> Hey, it's not it's not time. it's not us it'd be other people like every time we go on a trip with somebody i kid you not i cannot even make this shit up every time we go on a date with somebody i mean like we went to we went like out the country we went across the country like and these are full people that have full families like they engaged they married somebody leaves <laughs> their fiance or their wife or husband like they literally just Haul ass, and we be there trying to pick up the pieces. My cousin got into a fight with his fiance. Um, sorry, Barry. I mean, shit's real. See, I ain't saying no names. I ain't put nobody out there. I'm saying shit's real. Shit's real, bro. And he left for like six hours. Yeah, and in the middle and of Thailand, fucking walking around this Bangkok searching for him <laughs> because I knew that if he, if I came home without Barry, family, oh, you was in out of the country with L, but he's just gonna leave you over there. I no. I had to go search for the nigga. The funniest part is he was right down the street the whole time and you was in the whole city. I was in the whole ass city searching by myself. Good thing I'm real and I'm about that life because they wasn't fucking with me. Man, me and his fiance went to go get massages or whatever. This fool talk about something. I saw y'all walk in there. <laughs> Absolute worst. Absolute worst. But... And then when we went to Vegas, oh, God. <laughs> you really gonna say these 
these people first? I'm saying they <laughs> So, I mean, but who person, walked up? Was it Chris or was it Brittany? Brittany walked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, Me two for two. I'm moral of the story. Moral of the story is I mean, we could do double dates, but like in our experience, the, not on our part, the double dates don't really turn out for the best for the other half. I don't know what's happening. It ain't got nothing to do with us, but. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, we be cool. We, we be we, be, we good. be good. We be good. I'll just be sitting around like, yo, you see this shit? <laughs> you the one who got all the dildos <laughs> in the house? What up, bitch? You the one that got all the dildos in the house? Dude, she got dildos in the house. This bitch is crazy. She got dildos all up in the house. Go to the next question, man. Go to- I didn't even get the answer. Oh, go ahead. Okay. What was it? Hold on. Let me pause. Let okay. Me pause. All right, go. All right. Uh, how long does? Okay, so we did we did acknowledge the fact that since we're engaged, we need to be spending time with engaged or married couples. So the double dates that we have had in Atlanta <laughs> have been cool, and and I think that's cool. But we had double dates in Atlanta. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Jay and his girlfriend. At and, the hooker spot. Uh, and Kim. And that we, we won't, we won't, we won't even go there. That wasn't a good double date. It was a good double date. It just wasn't a good. No. <laughs> I almost died. So how can it be a good double date if I almost died? I mean, we got along with them, and I, I literally, my life, my life source literally left my body. I saved you, baby. I saved you. You didn't die, but did you die though? <laughs> For five, uh, several hours, I was dead. I had no pulse. So, um, so I agree with you. We don't, we don't need each other. Like we, we, I mean, we do need each other, but we, we not all up in each other's butts and stuff. So you respect when I want to hang out my friends. I respect when you want to hang out your friends. I don't think that's an issue. We're good. All right. (laughs) Next question. Uh, do you agree with how much time is appropriate to give to work? E. Um, I think we'll have to revisit that question in like a year or two. Let's do it now, and then we'll revisit it too. No, I'm saying I'm going to answer it now, but I'm saying we're going to have to revisit it again in a year or two. Because right now, it's kind of like we really, really really focus on getting that back. Yeah. Like we still got like a wedding, like other stuff to pay for. And then I got to buy a house at the beginning of the year. So like focus on getting that back. So like you working at night, when I come home, you be in the computer, I'll be editing stuff for clients I don't want to edit stuff for but they paying so I mean as I I think it's just like we all even though like we still like we're working our ass off we still find time to like be together like it's 24 hours in a day 16 of those hours you're going to actually be up I feel like we dedicate maybe like 13 14 of those hours to work but we still find those two hours to like be with each other and like Two hours out the week that adds up, like, mm-hmm. like, I mean, two hours out the day that adds up throughout the week. So, yeah. I mean, I think we dedicate an appropriate amount of time. Yeah. Um, I think as of right now, we do. Um, I would. I mean, in a perfect world, I would like us to work a little less, but I like working, and you like working, and we like money, and we need money. So. <laughs> So it, it all works out. And like I was saying, like when we're present, when we're with each other, we're really we're present. Like when 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 you're with me, I'm your only focus. And when I'm with you, you're my only focus. And and so yeah, we do both work a lot, but I don't think that's a for everything. And even with us working a lot, 
we <clears throat> still got time for each other. It's not it's not an issue. Right. All right. Um do you both expect to support the family financially and will that be different when kids arrive? Oh, that's a good question. What do you mean? So right now so support the family financially, meaning are we both paying bills and stuff? But how is that going to change once kids happen? Once kids get here? Um how should it change? I don't like how should it change? Like you still have to pay for kids are going to be another bill. So are we going to split the bill, kids' bill down the middle? I don't understand how this. I don't understand. You want me to go first? Sure. All right. So right now we both pay everything in the house. Like you take on the rent, I take on everything else, which isn't fair because everything else, uh, you know, it accumulates to more than the rent. But we're, let's not go there. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. You should have said that. No, I'm, I'm joking, no. baby. Um, but um, but when the kids get here, I do expect to be home with my kids. But I'll be able, I'll be running my business by then. I won't be working for my business. And then when I, if I do have clients, I'll make it so that I have my clients after you get home from work or if you're not working, you know, whatever the case may be. But we'll have to have shifts because I don't want to put my kids in daycare. Which means that if I'm going to be home more with my kids, I'm going to be working less and I'm going to be bringing home slightly less money. Oh, okay. So. Is that, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, no, it's not gonna be an issue. That's not an issue. No. Okay. I thought I thought it was something else. Like, no, it's not gonna be an issue. Like, if you work in the plan is you're supposed to be working less if you have kids. Like, okay. I ain't about to have like no nannies or nothing like that. Like, we ain't about to have your mama over here the whole time. Like, no. Like, nah. maybe once or twice a month. Maybe. That's a hard maybe. <laughs> Do she even have to know where her house is? No, she doesn't have to. Right. <laughs> well, we plan. <laughs> we plan. All right. Um, <clears throat> oh, oh, so you just answered that. Okay. Next question. And see, we almost done. Uh, are you both comfortable with the salary differential between you? I'm cool. You all right? Yeah, like I feel like I tell people all the time, like, you hate that I say this. I've been like, even when, like, I was out, out the country and everything like that, was talking about your stuff like that, I was like, yeah, yeah, Jan made $250,000 a year. <laughs> like, I'm cool, like, what the Man, fuck? shut the hell up. Like, you think I'm supposed to be with my girls just for her to be a dummy and, like, that don't make no sense. Like, she made two hundred fifty. dollars And then it's like, you cool with that? Like, nigga, like. I don't make no damn two fifty. I make, like, a cool $60,000, Yeah, I. I do. Yeah, I. But he gonna be making more than me in no time. And we make, we make... Um, you almost there. You almost where I'm at. Almost with all your side gigs and stuff. You're going to be beating me in a little bit. And that's cool because I need it. Because I need to stay home with my kids. Cool. Capiche. Um, I am... <laughs> Go ahead. I'm comfortable with the salary. Di- it's not much of a salary differential. Like, he when he when he's putting on, um, you know, really turning the media thing into a... <clears throat> into a six-figure income. Shoot, I plan on having six-figure income from my business, too. Shoot, we're going to be on the same level. As a matter of fact, I'm very competitive. So when he start making money, please believe I'm going to start making money, too. More money, too. So we're going to be neck and neck no matter how much. Nigga, you doing billions. I'm doing billions, too. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> You're weird. No, I'm not. All right, this is the last question. Good, because the World Cup is about... It's on. We got to hurry up. You don't even watch this. No, this is the championship. 
I would do. I watch FIBA. I watched FIFA, it. fool. I said that. No, you didn't. Yes, I you did. Even know what the I watched that. I was thinking about like because they got a FIBA bet three on three tournament going on right now as well. So I was getting. Well, this is FIFA. FIFA. I watch FIFA, and the championship is today. So when we go to the bakery, they better have motherfucking TVs. So I'm gonna flip that motherfucker upside down. So let's get on this last question. Okay. How will you deal? With- <laughs> that was easy. How will you deal with times when one or both of you has reached a midlife career point? And you need to change some aspects of your life. Is this a midlife crisis? A midlife career point. A midlife career point. Which is you already going through right now. Am I? You said you you trying to leave your your science job and go straight into media. That's a well, midlife yeah. Is point. it a midlife? Is it necessarily a midlife career point? Because it's always like my dream. I think this is more so geared towards people who want to switch something up. As far, but like me. The science job is, that's basically a safety net, mm-hmm. right? The media company, and also I got to tell you about this other thing I came up with, I think it's going to really generate our generational wealth, and it's a great idea. Well, let me know. I got, some meet, I got some meeting with some investors to the back. It's going to require a lot of research, but we'll talk about that off camera because ain't none of y'all niggas going to steal my idea. But, um... If this is a midlife career, if this is a midlife career um, right now, switch, choice, whatever, how we deal with it, like, just like you, you don't believe in working for nobody, just like me, I really can't work for anybody because I am horrible. You are. I am. I have an authority problem, like, to the fullest, you and really I think do. that comes from my parents. Like, I'm never, like, being told what to do. Never. But, um, still now. But, um, yeah, I think how we deal with it is, like, you just, like, basically say, like, all right, this is what you want to do. Make sure all these things are lined up before, like, you make that leap. Like, that leap from being a worker into entrepreneurship is never going to be easy. Like, it never is easy. But it's still, like, as long as you hustle and have the work ethic and stuff like that, like, it works out. Like, still to this day, like... Like, I'm shooting a movie in two weeks. Like, that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And still on top of shooting that movie in two weeks. Still working a 40-hour gig. Mm-hmm. Like, 40-hour-a-week gig. Like, crazy. But, instead of complaining, just that work ethic. Like, I, I'm not... I don't necessarily know how far I could, like, test and, like, push my body. But I know I haven't reached that limit. As far as, like, hard work. So... So you're trying to reach exhaustion and put more work on me to bring you back to life. That's what you're saying? I just want to see how far I can push my body. I feel like every human being should know their limit. Their limit. Their so you're chasing limit. your limit? Yeah. I'm definitely chasing my limit. I want to see how far I can push okay, my body. Okay, that stresses me out. How? Because I'm going to have to nurse you back to health. No, I'm not going to go past the limit. I just want to reach. Your body will tell you, all right, my nigga, this is it. Your body will tell you. You're always supposed to listen to your body. I haven't listened to that. I haven't gotten to that point where my body and my body be like, hey, yo, my guy, chill the fuck out. I haven't gotten to that point yet. And so once I get to that point, then I'll know, all right, I only can work 72 hours in the week full time, like going hard on my dreams before my body's like, hey, chill out, bro. I know that. I don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. It could be it could be 85 hours in the week right, right now. I don't know. Okay. How many hours in the week anyway? I don't know. What's 24 times 7? 
I don't know. It's uh 168. Okay. <laughs> All right, well. Okay. Um so I think I think that we are at the point where we're, where you're talking about midlife career point because anytime you're talking about I want to leave a nine to five and go entrepreneurial some aspects of life are going to change you know <clears throat> the good news is that you're not just saying I'm starting from scratch and I, I don't know how I'm going to build this but the good news is that you're already working in that field so it won't be that much of a difference because <clears throat> you're already making money you're just like when I get to the point where I make this much money okay I can leave the nine to five so it won't change as much per se but there will still be a lifestyle change um <clears throat> and I I just you know I, I get I get nervous when you don't have a safety net like I I'm a safety net type of girl and you're a risky type of guy and <clears throat> I just want to see how how that emerges um but I think I'm always prepared like when you want to go off and take your risk, my mind is just mentally like, okay, Jam, just put aside this much money just in case, because this nigga's wild. <laughs> and that's just, I mean, that's just how I'm just going to have to approach that. I don't be wilding like that. Yes, sh- but I do know that, like, all the risk taking and stuff like that, like, I, it stops once I have a kid. Like, it's, st- it's slowing down. I don't take as many risks as I used True. to. Like, it's slowing down on the risk. I take more calculated risks now. It's true. Like, back then, I used to just like, fuck, nigga, let's go. Like, now I take more calculated risks. I am a risk taker. And that scares some people. A lot of people. But, yeah. I mean, what's, what's life without risking it a couple of times? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, but... I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working, I'm working on... I can't say that I will stop taking risks. I'll take more calculated, thoroughly calculated risks. <laughs> You're going to put my actuarial skills yeah. to use. <laughs> I'm going to take more thoroughly calculated risks opposed to just going out here just straight like, just, fuck Just it. ask me like, babe, what's the risk of just saying, fuck this shit, flipping a new, what's the risk of us just going broke and going freaking bankrupt? Well, I've been broke before in life and... I said bankrupt. That's a whole different beast. Actually, I don't think it is. Because if you bankrupt like how these white people bankrupt, <laughs> that's what, you rich still. Like. No, we're going to bankrupt how the black people bankrupt. Nah, I've been doing some research like really on bankruptcy as far as businesses. Yeah. Like, we gonna, we bankrupt how, let's bankrupt how Donald Trump bankrupt. Okay. Shit. That shit. Just loopholes in that whole shit. Like, have you ever done the research on that shit? Like, they, this system is really I don't fun. care. I don't care. I don't want you to bankrupt me. Uh, no, not bankrupt you. We'll put everything in. Listen, we'll put everything into, like, the business. So, when the business bankrupt, we still have our personal life. Okay. All right. Um, all right, so that's the end of this. It's the end. All right. What did you, because uh, we didn't talk about it before, but afterwards, I want you to say what new, anything new that you learned or. Um, what did I learn? Well, I, I kind of knew it, but I didn't know. Like, you never said it, like, verbally, out loud. You just always just like, okay, babe. Like, I, when you hear me about to take a new risk, like, how, like, your, it feel like your anxiety kick in. Like, you get anxiety yeah I just say now I just gotta work some more like let me find three new clients let me let me just make this work but that was then now I I took calculated risk so it's more so thought out did you learn anything in this one 
Um, nope, I knew all this. <laughs> Where did you get these questions from? It's a um, premarital uh, counseling questionnaire. What, what, you don't like the questions? Um, I think they just really like cool. Like, they not like reaching. Well, how far do, we supposed to reach ourselves? We supposed to take the questions and go wherever you want to go with it. All right, I guess so. so some white people make those up. Why does it matter? Because you know they be trying to be cookie cutter. Okay, alrighty. So this concludes today's episode. Yeah. Um. Also, I seen um a couple um comments on her page, her Facebook page when she posted because you know y'all still don't fuck with me, but um. After we actually get married, um, I don't know, I haven't um, discussed this with her yet, but I kind of want to keep this going, but not more so under the, um, it's not going to be funneled under the focus of like marriage counseling. It's going to be funneled underneath the focus of something else because like, as someone told me, like we started something, we kind of like, I won't say we have an obligation because I don't have an obligation to nobody but my family, but um we kind of have like I don't even say obligation it's just like a synonym for obligation <laughs> to like we're providing value to somebody that actually needs it somebody that actually like listens or views these stories and like actually like takes something away from it we're providing them an outlet we're providing something for them so uh, we don't necessarily know which route is going to go after we get married. Of course, when we come back, we got to tell you how great the wedding was and the reception. <laughs> and then you're going to see pictures. <laughs> and then, and those of you who do hate, you're going to be hating on their love. Right. But, um, yeah, we don't know yet. But um, we Y'all might... see how he just be making decisions without consulting me? Like, he just told y'all what we was going to do. He ain't told me a motherfucking thing. I mean, but you got to take think about it, though. Like, we kind of started something. I mean, yeah, I get it. But talk to me before you talk to them. No, I talk to myself and it's like talking to you because we are one. <laughs> I like how you cleaned that up. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Um, yeah. Also, if y'all have any questions y'all want um, us to um, answer, write it under her Facebook because y'all know y'all don't fuck with me. But um, write it under her Facebook. We'll take maybe like two or three of the best ones and we'll answer them at the end of it. But um, yeah, um, we're about to go on date for Sunday brunch ish yeah Jeez. and watch the FIFA World Cup FIFA FIFA World Cup FIFA FIFA World Cup but yeah um episode 3 yes all right so um yeah until next time we thank y'all for tuning in we appreciate it so much appreciate the love until next time peace and much love to you